keeping drivers healthy and happy during a pandemic. Staying healthy while living in a truck is a tough thing to do at the best of times. Add the stress of living under a pandemic and staying healthy and positive becomes doubly difficult. Hi everyone, Jim Park here. This is an HDT Talks Trucking COVID-19 special report. My guest this episode can literally turn your life around, and he already has for countless others. He's worked as a trainer, nutritionist, and holistic health coach with celebrities and professional sports teams like the Chicago Bulls. He's worked at the White House as the director of the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition under President Obama. He's HDT's health and wellness columnist, and he was previously the director of wellness at Hirschbach Motorlines. He now runs a wellness consultancy called Vitality by Sergio. On this episode, Sergio Rojas talks about his work with Hirschbach's drivers and how diet, fitness, proper sleep, and even meditation can improve health and wellness and reduce stress. Stay with us. Count on HDT to bring you the latest news on COVID-19 and lots of original reporting from our award-winning editorial team. Our coverage includes market reports, reader surveys, webinars, and more. Check out our COVID-19 Information Center links on truckinginfo.com. We're talking now with Sergio Rojas. Uh, He comes from a really interesting background, which you can read a little bit about in the uh, podcast notes. Uh, But Sergio, you went into uh, uh, Hirschback with what in mind? You were hired as a uh, wellness director. How do you frame your position there at Hirschback and what you do? Yeah, it's a director of wellness. I think our CEO, Brad, had a vision saying that if drivers can be healthier, uh, we can keep them safer because, you know, truck accidents cost a lot of money. Insurance is extremely expensive. Uh, Also, drivers can be more productive and hopefully impact retention. And so far, we've been blessed to be able to see retention improve with wellness. And how were you received at first? Was it a sort of a cynical gesture? Did the drivers see it as a cynical gesture on the company's part, or did they welcome the uh, your addition to the uh, to the staff? Um, I think it was a little bit of both, but I didn't even work with the drivers at first. I, he had me working with the office employees to build a culture of wellness in the office, and I would say it's a 50-50 split. Fifty people, fifty percent were, 50% were um, grateful. And the other 50% were like, who the heck is this guy? Why is he here? <laughs> it just well, takes time to build trust. And it I think always the same does, with truck yeah. drivers. Yeah. Well, now that you're there and you've established your bona fides, we're into a point in time with the COVID-19, the pandemic, where uh, drivers are worried about getting sick, they're worried about health, they're worried about stress, um, all kinds of things going on that can affect them very directly. How have you been handling uh, COVID-19 with your, with your workforce at this point? Well, the first thing we did is for our fleet, we created our own COVID hotline. So we did some research with some doctors and the CDC and got on some webinars and educated ourselves. What are the best ways to keep ourselves safe? What are the best practices? And we trained, I have five health coaches that now work for my department and they manage a 24-hour hotline for our drivers because our insurance's nurse hotline was just a two, three, four-hour wait sometimes. So this just made it easier for drivers to get a hold of us right away so we can help calm them down, give them the right direction and resources. And I think that's the first step that we did. And how did that go over? It's gone really well. I think drivers have been very grateful to be able to get a hold of somebody right away and get questions answered. 
you know, again, there's always the challenges. We don't reimburse unless a driver's been tested positive. So sometimes if they have symptoms and it takes a couple of days to get tested, then a couple of days to get the results, they're sitting there for five, six days wondering, are they going to get paid? When's their next check and all that kind of thing. So there's, there's challenges, but I think they've seen that we've been making every effort to really make it as easy for them and as you know, stress-free as possible. Mm-hmm. If it's even stress-free as possible. I just did a podcast uh, with a couple of drivers who had, uh, they were team drivers. They came down with COVID-19, a uh, 900-mile trip home, four days on the road. Uh, while they were sick, they couldn't get tested anywhere. Uh, the stress that they went through was enormous, uh, only because they lacked the resources to, uh, you know, to find help anywhere. And, and hospitals they tried wouldn't let them in with a semi-truck to get their tests, all that sort of thing. Uh, you must be hearing similar stories from your drivers, except now you're offering the sort of support that they need. Absolutely. We initially had some struggle with sometimes if they didn't have enough of the symptoms, the hospital or the clinic wouldn't test them. And we have our HR and our wellness team uh, lobbying for them. So we would call and say, look, we are in urgent services. We need our drivers tested today. And as we started making those calls, it started getting more pro- proactive and progressive and, and, the, and the clinics would start doing a better job of testing faster and getting results faster as well. Hmm. Interesting, the, the whole testing protocol now, so many people are, are, are testing positive, but not showing any signs. And it turns out that the pandemic, the COVID-19 probably wasn't as much of a threat as people saw it in the first place. But when you're in the cab of a truck and you're sick, it's, uh, regardless of what the statistics say, that's a pretty worrisome situation. It is because most truck drivers are of that high risk population. You know, when you look at the statistics in New York, I think it was over 99% of the participant or the patients that passed away were obese over 60 one or the other or both and obesity is a really big challenge for truck drivers and with COVID-19 it's just a big thing that impacts our lung health and our heart health which are the two things that you're trying to avoid well you just checked two boxes that apply to a lot of truck drivers you know older and in fairly poor health or obese and or obese I guess Uh, that puts us at uh presumably higher risk than the general population? Absolutely. You, you, you can't take an entire population of drivers and suddenly coach them back into health in time to avoid some of the problems with, with COVID-19. What do you do from an immunity point of view? How do you try and encourage or coach your drivers to, uh, to improve their uh, immune health? So we talk about it directly in saying your immune system is critical for your health, especially during this pandemic and stuff. So we have to find ways to optimize your immune system by identifying what are the things that cause harm to immune system. One is chronic stress. It's probably a top thing. So how do we manage stress? And there's multiple ways, right? So I think nobody can argue that four or five minutes of exercise reduces your stress. Go take a walk in nature. It reduces stress. Um, just being active is going to help you get better sleep because poor sleep ruins your immune system and increases stress. So what are things to improve your sleep cycle or your, your sleep hygiene? You know, so we just talk about simple things that are common sense that a lot of drivers don't practice. They watch television or they're on their phone or computers right until they go to bed or they fall asleep with them on. 
and that's really, really harmful for our sleep. Uh, a lot of drivers drink excesses amount of caffeine and sugar, so those are two things that are going to really impact your quality of sleep. So can you find ways to maintain energy throughout your day with minimal amount of caffeine? And again, I'm not against coffee. Heck, I'm Colombian. <laughs> uh, but it's how much and what are the sources and how close to bedtime. So usually four to six hours before bed, you've got to cut off caffeine. Uh, so those are the kind of things we talk about. Even stress, what is your perspective on life? Can you find ways to busy your mind growing and learning so you can shift your perspective? I think many people, especially drivers that spend a lot of time on the road, listen to podcasts like this, um, but also they listen to a lot of politics and they listen to things that cause them more stress. So what is one of the best ways to calm down that stress is to occupy your mind and doing something that's productive. So I teach drivers and we give them lists that other drivers recommend of what are good podcasts or audiobooks on learning a new language or learning a new skill or learning about certain things that interest them. Um, saving money and learning, you know, finances is such a stressful um, item for many, many, many drivers. Heck, almost everybody in the world struggles financially in some way. So can we teach them financial, you know, intelligence or financial habits that will help them reduce their stress? Certainly, if you can put that time, I, I think say idle time sitting in the, in the seat driving, and put that to productive use, uh, improve your financial acumen, learn about the world of finance, how to invest money. Um, that's pretty productive use of your time and a stress reliever at the same time, probably, if you sort out some of your financial problems. Absolutely. And we have drivers that have done such a great job going from ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in debt to being able to save up and pay for a house in cash. I mean, that's amazing stuff <laughs> because you don't have a lot of expenses. Some of these drivers you know, keep their stuff in storage or they have a small apartment that they rent out one of the other rooms or there's just different scenarios for everybody. But yes, absolutely. If you really find ways to manage your money properly, you can really reduce stress. Hmm. I used to listen to a lot of audiobooks when I was driving, going back 20 years now, but, uh, you know, put on Dickens or Alistair McLean or something like that. And suddenly four or five hours is gone. You just, <laughs> totally absorbed in the story. Uh, it, it, I loved it. I, I miss the audio books actually sitting here at my desk because I, I can't work and listen at the same time. But um, if I was back out in the road, whenever I go back out in the car, I take an audio book with me. Yeah. And I think of fiction or all kinds of ways to again, just get away from the daily stress of our thoughts, always thinking about things that we're scared about or that are creating some form of tension in our minds and our bodies because we just focus on stress a lot. That's just human nature. And drivers, God bless them, they have tons of time to stew about stuff like that. Sit there in the truck and they, they can't do anything proactive to change it. And they sit there and fret and stew and worry the whole time. That's, that's gotta be bad for you in the, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's truly um, one of the worst things you could do for yourself. And I have such a high love and respect for our truck drivers, what, what they sacrifice and the amount of challenges they go through every day to sit there eight, nine, 10 hours behind the wheel and stew on the problems. <laughs> that's just one thing we, we got to help them to rechannel that energy and 
again, like I said, focus on learning a new language, listen to some fictional books that can just bring their minds or put their minds in a place that's just away from some of the challenges they're facing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the other issues like the uh, poor sleep habits, uh, poor diet. Uh, certainly over the past several months with, with the restaurants closed, uh, most of the truck stops closed, uh, it's been a lot harder to get what I would call a decent meal. What, what advice do you have for drivers as far as uh, you know, getting that proper sleep and, and proper diet, especially in yeah, these conditions? It's amazing how all this stuff is interconnected, right? So sleep, stress, diet, all of it is so connected. What we try to tell our drivers and coach our drivers on is awareness. Nobody wants to hurt themselves. Nobody wants to, I mean, we're just naturally wired to survive. So if you can be in the moment and ask yourself, does this make me feel better, same or worse? Does this nourish my mind, body and spirit? You'll start making choices that support life and thriving and feeling positive because that's our human nature. So when it comes to food, if you can't go to restaurants, that's actually probably a blessing. <laughs> it could be in some cases, yeah. In Stay some away cases, from the fried right. chicken. So, yeah, so finding grocery stores is not always easy, but it's usually possible to find a Walmart somewhere um, or a Sam's Club or some form of you know, grocery. Those were kept open all through the COVID because they're such an urgent service. And we teach our drivers to find ways to make food in, in their truck more often than not. And again, f- how does that impact your finances? We've had drivers save six, $700 a month by switching from eating out most meals to cooking in their truck most meals and getting an Instapot and making some rice and beans with some vegetables. And then a couple times a week, you add some meat to it, uh, have some mo- oatmeal in the morning, make a meal replacement smoothie in- for lunch, and they're living on 7 to $10 a day versus 10 to $20 a meal. You do the math over 20 or 30 days, and how does that impact your finances? If you're saving $500 a month from you were a couple of months back, that's going to take away some of your stress and help you sleep better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, what happens to the, uh, and this is a result of COVID too, the social, socialization, um, socializing, meeting drivers, talking to folks in, in restaurants, you're sitting in your cab, you make your own breakfast, your own dinner, you're all by yourself. Does that not start to eat away at you after a while as well? Absolutely. And I think the drivers are probably more used to some of that isolation than others, but it's not healthy for anybody. So, you know, we encourage drivers to spend more time, you know, doing FaceTime and Zoom with their family. Uh, We started doing our coaching calls on Zoom as much as we can, or we actually use different apps also, but finding ways to connect with people is so, so, so important. So yeah, if if you're at a truck stop, find ways to have conversations with people. It doesn't have to be sitting down at a restaurant. You know, a lot of the drivers are going in to clean up, change. Uh, They're walking around truck stops to get, just to be active Uh, at rest stops. Just take the time to engage with people. I'm Jim Park, and you're listening to HDT Talks Trucking. We'll be back after the break to talk about diet, exercise, and strategies for reducing stress with nutrition and wellness guru, Sergio Rojas. Don't go away. There's more going on in trucking today than just COVID-19. 
Stay on top of what's happening in trucking with HDT's award-winning news coverage and technical features. We offer webinars, market reports, reader surveys, and more. Stay on top of your game with truckinginfo.com. I'm Jim Park. This is HDT Talks Trucking. We're back with Sergio Rojas. Sergio, let's get into a a bit of a discussion of stress here. Some people have likened... uh, you know, the stress that drivers are under now to PTSD. I'm not sure if that's too much of a stretch or a pull there, but I can imagine it's a hugely stressful situation now for drivers. Do you have any tips or hints on how to cope with that or, uh, you know, how drivers can get help for some of those stresses that they're internalizing right now? Yeah, Jim, I'll tell you, when I first learned about the trucking world and met hundreds of truck drivers, I've never seen a population that deals with daily stresses um, as much as truck drivers. So I first and foremost want to honor them and, and thank them for what they do. And managing stress is so critical to our health and to our immune health. And when you're talking about COVID and the challenges they're going through right now, I think PTSD is a really good connection to it because it's chronic stress on a daily basis that's elevated. Um, I do want to help drivers understand that if they're caring for their health, they can strengthen their immune system, they can lower their stress and not be as nervous about COVID-19 as, you know, I, th- I think everybody in, in the media is making it sometimes. It is dangerous. We need to be smart about it. And if you're taking those steps, I think you can relax a little bit. And especially if you're starting to optimize your health and we'll kind of go over some of those things as well. But when you think about stress, stress is a fear or worry about something that may happen in the future. So what we try to coach our drivers is be in the moment. In this moment, what can I be doing? And am I safe in the moment? So if you're driving your truck, you are. If you're going to a ship or receiver and you're wearing your mask and you're cleaning your hands and you're practicing social distancing, you are doing what you can to stay safe and lower your risk. Most stress and most fear of the future does not come to be. I mean, I can't tell you how many people in our country and around the world are freaking out about COVID-19, but it doesn't happen to them or they get it and they don't have any symptoms or don't really get sick. Now, if you do get sick again, it can be very serious. So I don't want to downplay that either, but I think we need to be in the moment more versus focusing on so much of what can be in the future. If you're doing the things now in the moment to be safe, and again, we'll talk about things that can boost your immune system, improving your sleep, lowering your stress, um, moving and exercising a little bit. And I don't mean working out for an hour at a time. I mean just being an active person and eating more natural foods, getting rid of some of those fried foods. I think those are things, if you're doing that, you'll feel less stressed You'll improve your sleep and improve your immune system at the same time. Do you recommend or, or coach people in any way in, in meditation or you know relaxation techniques that they can disconnect at the end of the day before they go to sleep and, and go to bed with a clearer mind? 100%. We teach it first as what's called diaphragmatic breathing. The Mayo Clinic identified diaphragmatic breathing as the number one thing you could do to boost your immune system and prolong life. So we just teach that skill of breath work and it's a precursor to meditation. 
when you say the word meditation, a lot of people, not just truck drivers, will look at you like, okay, woo-woo stuff. And yeah, yeah. I'm, not I, into I'm that, one of them, so. believe me. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I've been meditating since my 20s, and that's what helped me get through a lot of depression and anger issues. And if everybody meditated five minutes a day, I think we'd have a completely different world because it puts you in touch with a deeper sense of who we are and what we care about, and we're way more common than we are different. So I think that teaching drivers breath work will help them say, oh, wow, I felt more relaxed. I felt more peaceful. Now, guided meditation is what we recommend at nighttime because I think at night the mind is running and you're trying to fall asleep. So if we just teach you, hey, just focus on your breath, your mind just runs too much. So we give recommended audios to, yes, help you relax and help fall asleep. And my kids use it every night to fall asleep. We use it. So it's good. We'll put some links at the uh, in the podcast description to some sources of information there. But where, where can drivers go for information on that, Sergio? You can just use Google uh, for relaxing audio meditations or relaxing guided meditations. We, we use YouTube. Um, there are specific websites, but I think sometimes they become a rabbit hole. So we just put a, we have a driver wellness app for Hirschbach, which they have, we links to it directly to them, but I think anybody can find so many different varieties of them and everybody is different. So not one meditation is going to work for everybody. So it's just trying a couple of different ones and all of a sudden it clicks and like, wow, I had the best night of sleep in 20 years and now you're hooked <laughs> on it. Let's talk about some strategies then to, uh, to combat the stress and the uh, unease that's been brought on by COVID-19. We're talking diet and exercise and various other things. So floor's all yours. How do we deal with this? Yeah, so I don't know if anybody could ever argue that if they just did three minutes of punching a bag or if they walked up a hill and came back down that they wouldn't feel better and they feel the stress relief. So we don't teach that you have to work out 30 to 45 minutes or an hour. Most people don't like it. But everybody enjoys moving better, more youthful, feeling younger, and just increasing oxygen to the brain and through the body. So we teach our drivers, are there four or five times a day that you can move for three or four minutes? And we give examples of just stretching and squatting and punching a little bit in the air, you know, shadow boxing or taking a walk up a hill or just a walk around a path or even around the truck stop. And ask yourself, do you feel better, same or worse when you're done? And 99.99% of the times they're going to say, I feel better. I feel less stress. So as you do that more repeatedly, you be, it becomes a habit. You don't become a sedentary truck driver. You become an active person who drives a truck. And that changes the biochemistry in your body and reduces your stress and boosts your immune system. And that's not necessarily exercise, the E word that nobody likes. It's just movement, right? It's exercise in the way that we quantify it as you have to increase your heart rate a little bit and your demand for oxygen, your breath. So just walking at a normal pace is good for you. And I'll never ask somebody not to do it, but we say, can you do four or five times a day, three to four minutes where you're increasing your oxygen demand and breathing a little bit harder than normal and moving your body in ranges of motion that aren't normal either. So you're stretching a little deeper, doing a few squats, things like that. Okay. What's next on the agenda? So I think diet, what are you putting in your body? Diet plays such an enormous part when it comes to our immune system and our health and stress. I mean, just think 70 to 80% of our immune system lies in our gut. 
And if you're eating processed foods, fried foods, um, just things filled with chemicals, our gut bacteria becomes completely imbalanced. Our immune system becomes inflamed. And many drivers I've met have diverticulitis or colitis or ulcers or some form of digestive problem. And that, again, is compromising our immune system. So we teach eating more natural foods. Can you find ways to cook in your truck? Can you, majority of your foods should be uh, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, whole grains, occasionally have meat. We're in a society that we eat meat two, three times a day and it's not the highest quality. Where when you look at longevity studies, people that live the longest have the least amount of disease, eat meat somewhere between twice a week and twice a month. <laughs> now, that's a big shift for a lot of people, but I've had drivers say, try two days on a plant-based diet. And I'm not vegan. I like steak, pizza, but I don't eat them often. But I, say, I tell drivers, try it for two days and see what you notice. What would that look like? Maybe oatmeal with some berries for breakfast and some almond milk. Maybe a protein smoothie for lunch. Have some almonds and pistachios and some celery with ranch dressing for snack and then have some rice, beans, and vegetables for dinner. You're looking at a $10 day. And I say try it for two or three days and then have some meat. I've had drivers that go six, seven weeks without touching meat because they felt so good. No kidding. That's, that's no a kidding. huge difference. It's crazy. So again, just finding ways to eat more natural foods, eating some fermented foods like uh, sauerkraut and Greek yogurt, drinking some kombucha, That'll help also with your gut bacteria. Um, taking th a new thing that I've been researching a lot is called fulvic acid. And what I love about fulvic acid is that it helps the lining of your gut. It helps balance bacteria because basically what it is, is these molecules that are millions of years old. They're 150 feet deep in the soil and it has tons of minerals that improves our ability to absorb nutrients, heals the lining of the gut. It's pro-inflammatory for our immune system and anti-inflammatory. So it kind of works in this harmonious thing with our body and it hydrates your cells with less liquid. And one of the things I hear about drivers a lot is that they don't want to drink a lot of water because they don't want to stop and use the bathroom because that's hurting their miles, their hours of service. Mm -hmm. So with fulvic acid, you add a little bit to your water and you stay hydrated with less amount of water and you're boosting immune system and healing your gut. So again, it's all connected to stress as well. Doesn't sound like you're asking anybody to uh, do a complete 180 in their lifestyle here. These are all fairly small changes. Yeah. And the small changes over time become a 180 for most drivers because you're starting to make these things that uh, are these choices that really are so different than what has been the typical lifestyle of a truck driver. And what I love about our program is it's a one-year coaching program, right? And we do these small changes. And over a year, a lot of our drivers have lost 30, 50, 60, 70 pounds. But two or three years later, they've lost an additional 100 pounds on their own because we taught these little habits through mindfulness. Just keep asking yourself, does this make me feel better, same or worse? Is this nourishing my mind, body, and spirit? And you start to make choices that support all the stuff and your stress comes down, you sleep better, you have more energy and 
again, while we're dealing with this, you know, COVID-19 and all the additional challenges, it minimizes the, that stress a little bit. How much would you say uh, you and the program that Hirschbach's put into place now to improve wellness has, I'm going to say, what, what's the cost benefit of that for the company? Has it cost them a lot to do it? Are the gains measurable? I'm thinking of a fleet perspective here if someone else wanted to try this. Yeah, so we've seen a fairly good uh, improvement on retention, right? So drivers say, wow, this company cares. And they want to help me be a safer, better, more productive driver. So driver staying longer is a huge return on investment because we know it costs about eight to $10,000 just to hire a driver. In regards to our health, we've noticed a pretty big shift as well. I mean, our drivers, 70 to 80% that stayed six months or longer in the program have improved their health risk level by at least one and most of them by two or three more levels. And what I mean by that is the insurance companies give us these ways to categorize drivers as very high risk, high risk, medium risk, low risk, or ideal health. And the majority of the drivers that stay in the program six months or longer improve by at least two levels. So that's a huge thing for that's us. That's dramatic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so many of our drivers have gotten off their medications, whether it's blood pressure, whether it's cholesterol medication, diabetes medication. We've reversed diabetes in probably 30 or 40 drivers. So for you know, all the work that Fleet's put into retaining drivers, hiring drivers, recruiting drivers, possibly the best money they could spend right now would be to establish some sort of a wellness program similar to what you're doing at Hirschback. I think it's one factor, right? There's a lot of things that really impact driver retention. I think it's a challenging, challenging thing for fleets. I, I hope drivers, when they listen to this or hear something like this, give companies a bigger more of a chance. I think sometimes they think the grass is green on the other side. And it's not always that way. So, you know, communication is really key. The way driver managers and, and planners communicate to drivers is important, but same in the other direction, the way the drivers communicate to their company. But yeah, I think the wellness program is, if it's done right, it can be a very good factor in regarding to uh, retention for drivers. Well, Sergio, we're going to wrap up here. I want to thank you for spending this uh, time with us and all the work you've done with Hirschback to uh, turn things around over there and for sharing it so uh, other fleets can take, uh, you know, to follow your lead and for the advice you've provided for the drivers who are going to listen to this podcast as well. Thanks. Thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Jim. You've been listening to a special edition of HTT Talks Trucking, keeping drivers healthy and happy during a pandemic. Thanks to our guest, nutrition and wellness guru, Sergio Rojas. To learn more about improving your own health and your state of mind, check out Vitality by Sergio. There's a link in the podcast description. HTTX is returning to Scottsdale, Arizona in November. Now in its fourth year, the event provides selected fleets and suppliers with the perfect environment for developing firm business relationships for the future. Join a group of highly successful fleet managers along with the 2020 HTT Truck Fleet Innovators at Heavy Duty Trucking Exchange, November 16th through the 18th in Scottsdale, Arizona. We have a few more COVID-19 special reports in the works, including cleaning and sanitizing for COVID-19, working remotely from home, and more. Season 3 of HTT Talks Trucking is now live. 
We've got interviews with HDT's 2020 truck fleet innovators and an eye-opening interview with Stefan Seltz Oxmacher on the possible future of driverless trucks. All I can say is it might not be what you've been encouraged to believe. All that and more awaits on Season 3 of HDT Talks Trucking. HDT Talks Trucking is produced by Deb Lockridge, recording and audio production by Jim Park. Heavy Duty Trucking Magazine is published by Bobbitt Business Media. I'm Jim Park. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.